welcome millions, perhaps billions, of faithful podcast listeners. We are your hosts, Jason Kimber and Dave Simmons. We'll bring you along with us as we share life stories from our experiences living in small towns, or in Jason's case, an unincorporated community. That's true. Along with genius suggestions for solving the world's problems, and a whole lot of laughs. This is the Small Towns Podcast. Time for another podcast. Exciting to be here. How you doing? I'm all right. <laughs> you know, it's a beautiful Saturday morning. I'm, I'm looking for a little bit more than I'm all right. You seem a little, uh, little uh, to use a word, salty. Yeah. Kids are the worst. You know that? <laughs> you know, I actually wouldn't mind, you know, pick your medium, whether it be a wood burning sign or a vinyl, or maybe you could cross stitch that on a beautiful banner. I think it needs to be everywhere in life. <laughs> yeah. I think put it on anything you want to put it on. I think it'll be okay. Cause look, I love them. My kids are the best. They're also the worst. They're the best until they're the worst. Exactly. You know what? Maybe we should just scrap all of our ideas for this podcast. Okay. Let's just change the world today. For the better. For the better. Yeah. Let's impose some advice to people out there to change the world for the better. I think that's a great direction. The thought that came to my mind at that very moment, you remember that famous song in the 80s, I Believe the Children Are the Answer? Well, they're really not. They're not. <laughs> the, the only, uh, the children are not the future. No, that's right. That's the answer to the future. Yeah. They would be the future if they would listen to us more. Right. Just do what I tell you to do. <laughs> yeah. It's really not that hard. Exactly. I mean, and it starts in the home. I think if we could just help people understand the just the ABCs of living with other human beings. I like I really like kind of the direction that our discussion is going this morning because changing the world, like this this almost could be like a PSA, like a public service announcement. Again, you, you mentioned earlier you're gonna change the world and what better way to start than in the home. So We'll send this podcast out to the world, and as people want to share it on PBS or <laughs> wherever it is, just you know, get in touch with our people. Yes, who are your people? I don't have a lot of people, but the hashtag the more you know. I mean, this could maybe even turn into though. You remember those Saturday morning twenty second blurps about learning things and being better. I feel like this could become an animated segment for those types of situations. Yeah. Oh, well, let's start here. This okay. is I'm, I'm, You can feel free to write it down if you want to. Put it to memory. Because I think everybody should have this in the memory bank as they're just living their day-to-day life. Yeah, okay? Let's go with the bullet list. Number one, this is what you do or don't do, for that matter, when you're living with another human being. <laughs> okay? In my home, rule number one. Don't fart on my pillow. All right? On my pillow. I have to put my face there every night. I don't need your bum grease on my pillow. I put my my face there. These are the places I need to have my face. I'd rather that your bum grease not be there. Okay, that's a fair request. I don't think it's very hard. No, but... You're sitting on my pillow. A, you shouldn't be sitting on my pillow. You shouldn't be sitting on... I don't know why my place on the bed seems to be where everybody wants to go. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I want to... There's a couple things I want to talk about. One, a new phrase that I've learned in the last few seconds is bum grease. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, it's probably... It's like a, a real thing. It's a side effect. Of yeah, I would have imagined. Two, like, where is your pillow? Because, like, my pillow is always kept... In, in my bedroom, and I don't have a lot of traffic in my bedroom. Well, that's the problem. See, with however we decided to lay this home out, sure, my room seems to be the hangout, and I don't like it. I, yeah. Why can't we have somewhere else be the hangout? Susie's like, no, our room needs to have, you know, people should be able to come in there. No. No, no. No. 
Years ago, I went into my room and the neighbor kids were in there watching TV. <laughs> no, listen. It's not okay. No, it's not okay. No. And no. but my side of the bed is kind of when you first come into the bedroom, my side of the bed is there. More often than not, I go in my room and someone is laying right in my spot. I just want to sit there. I just want to sit there. This needs to be rule number one. I don't care if somebody else sleeps with their head on a rock. Don't <laughs> fart on that rock. No, don't. No, no. Because, I mean, if you did sleep with your head on a rock, there would probably be not as big of an issue because because a rock is not porous. At least most rocks. I don't know. The, Kids are stinky. They are. But the issue that I'm struggling, like in my, I have a very overactive imagination. So in my mind, Dave, you're coming in. After a long, hard day's work, you just kind of want to have a few minutes, catch some Z's, maybe just... Just, just close my eyes yeah, for just, just a moment. Just a few seconds of shut-eye, mm-hmm. you know, before your evening activities begin. You know, help Susie with dinner, wrestle the kids, whatever needs to happen. You give the pillow a fluff. <laughs> <laughs> you you kind of don't want to fluff you it. You don't want to do that because that, like, just by the nature of that activity, it's releasing whatever has been trapped in that pillow. Yeah. And in this case, a good dose of bum grease. Yeah. Oh, it's not sick. good. Sick. Sick. So, okay, rule number one. That's don't rule number right? It. Shouldn't that be for any person, anywhere, any nationality? Don't fart on other people's pillows. Yeah, I mean, I as with every rule that has ever been made, you think, why is that a rule? Well, it's a rule because obviously somebody broke it. Yeah. So the need was. Hence, this public service announcement. I'm glad you got it out there. We can continue to talk about this discussion because I had another thought that came up. And I'm going to give Susie the benefit of the doubt that she's not the number one perpetrator of this. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say that my grown adult <laughs> wife... Right. Has She's never not. farted on my no, pillow. No, no. To my that, knowledge. To your doll. I mean, yeah. I don't. Yeah. But well, let's just give her the benefit of the doubt. To my knowledge. Your kids, though, however. Yes. And probably some of the neighbor kids. Oh, no. I, I never not. thought of that. The neighbor kids. So along that vein, I love my kids, too. I love them deeply. I'm grateful for them. I've got two beautiful daughters. They're sweet. They're kind. They're caring. But when we get into my truck, <laughs> it has if... They have forgotten how to eat. Now, I, I'm a little bit lenient. I'm a little bit lax. I allow food in the truck. Yeah. I'm going to eat in the truck. I'm sure you've lost a fry down the side. Sure. Who sure. hasn't? No. Everybody has. We're going to talk about I don't Don't let me forget about this because one time I was eating an In-N-Out burger. Mm-hmm. It just came to me. But this is a tangent. I want to get it out there. I want to come back around. I lost a tomato, but I didn't lose it. But I want to come back around okay. to that. The problem being when you are raised, again, to tie it back a little bit to small town, when you are raised... In a remote area, of course, you're going to eat in a vehicle because anytime you go anywhere, it's like a journey. Yeah. It's like a day's journey. The closest get. store to you guys, besides the little, little co-op, if yeah, you will. which isn't really a store. It was like a mini Maverick. No, will. it wasn't. I've seen it. <laughs> it's That's a shed. Just, yeah, but it had delicious Cokes and candy bars it's in true. it and a loaf of bread and gallon of milk. 70 miles. So, of course, you're going to need to eat on the way. That's amazing. Um, so I always let the kids eat in the truck. But when I married into the Swenson family, mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you they take eating in the car to the next level. Because if you go from my house to downtown Logan, it's a journey of three miles. You got to stop for treats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm only slightly exaggerating a little bit. So again, we eat in the truck. But to get back to the, the grievance here, if you will, yeah. the airing of grievances to reference our dear uh, Frank Costanza. My girls get in the truck. They open up maybe a bag of Doritos. They're eating them like the cookie monster. <laughs> I mean, chips are going everywhere. They open up maybe a soda or something. And then they just simply put the soda like on the armrest. Like oh. not in the cup holder. It's an open can of soda. 
or bottle of soda on the armrest. trouble. As if it's just going to magically balance there yeah. through the course of whatever journey we're taking. It's trouble, Jason. Oh, I know. Uh, but they don't ridiculous. think things through. <laughs> the older they get, I'm not sure they're getting any smarter. I hope. I don't know if like something clicks like at 18. I don't know. Well, I got a 21. And a 17. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're maybe a little better than the younger. Sure, sure. But that's because I've really had to harp on them for years. Sure. You don't leave a wet towel on your bedroom floor for days on end. <laughs> yeah, you you just, bad. we have a place to hang them. You get done, you hang up your towel, off you go. My towel is the only one hung up in there. <laughs> and, I, and I share that bathroom with three boys. So there are four of us. And there are pegs for four towels. Never is there somebody else's towel on there but mine. You go down to their rooms, everywhere. Well, Why is that hard? Again, I just want a little bit of devil's advocate here, Dave. Are the hooks like like far away from the shower? Like perhaps in the <laughs> no. in the next room? You could almost bump your head on them. <laughs> they are. They couldn't be more right there. So they're convenient. They are accessible to the shower. Yeah. Griff's been known to get to the bottom of the stairs, which is still, he's got probably another 20, 30 steps to his bedroom. He's been known to drop the towel at the bottom of the stairs and run for his life. <laughs> now, I'm hoping nobody else is down there. Yeah, well, but you find a towel at the bottom of the stairs, fine. But then when he comes back upstairs, steps over the towel yeah. and continues upstairs, leaving the towel. Well, I mean, what? maybe he needs it for leaving to look at next time. Uh, yeah, I don't there's know. There's no, really there's no, no conceivable reason for mm -hmm. this. When they get home from school, Oh, yes. There are hooks by the back door. Hang up your bags. If you're going to take your shoes off, take them to your room. Last night before going to bed, there were at least five pairs of shoes outside of my bedroom door. The real question is, is like, why would it be your bedroom door? Because like, they go <laughs> to sit on my pillow. <laughs> to, do, to do unmentionable, unmentionable things, to, things to my pillow. That's, oh, it's the worst. Kids are the worst. They're the worst. They are the worst. I've been saying it for years. Nobody um, will listen. I realized that our beautiful sweet wives sometimes may listen to this podcast. I hope they do. Well, they, well, they probably need to help edit the thing. Yeah, and I don't want to really necessarily throw Heather under the bus here, but... But kind of you do. But kind of. I mean, she does one thing. I don't know if, know if I, she... This may be the first time she hears about this. Oh, no. It's probably not a great idea. But our garbage, like I think probably most people, not all, but our garbage just sits underneath the sink. And so one of my jobs is I typically take the garbage out. Okay. Happy to do it. I'm fine. I don't mind it. I mean, you, you pull the garbage out, grab the handles, you know, cinch that glad bag up, throw it over your shoulder like a continental soldier. Thank you very much. <laughs> Take it outside, throw it in the bin, you're good to go. But Heather does a very unique thing. If there is something that's large, like a cereal box or say a carton of milk or something, she never puts it inside the garbage. She puts it to the side because she thinks it's going to take up space in the garbage bag. Jason, I am all on Heather's side on this. I don't. Oh, Dave, I was nervous about this. Yeah. If you have something that is going to take up a significant amount, no, here's okay. I'm not on her side. Just okay. walk it out. Okay. Yeah, just walk it if out. If it's not, if it's too big to go in the regular garbage, if you're basically putting a garbage in another garbage, yeah, like a garbage can in another garbage can, it's too big. Yeah, okay. Take it out. Or okay. if you're going to put it in the garbage, now you got to take the whole garbage out. That's fine too. Yeah. But let's think this through. Yes. You know what? It's the recycling situation where, <laughs> oh, hey, I got a milk thing or I got a cereal box. That can't go in the regular garbage. Got to go in the recycle. So I'm not going to put it in the garbage can. I'm going to set it off to the side. No good. 
You've yeah. just put garbage out. You got to walk out. And at my house, maybe six steps. Yeah. <laughs> this is not hard. Well, Susie's yeah. just as bad. She'll set them. She said, oh, it's recycling. The well, side, then walk it out of the recycle. The recycle bin because, and maybe that's, I again, I haven't broached this subject with Heather and probably I should because it is, as I think about it, it is, it is recyclable type of materials. Yeah. But the point being is that that box of cereal, that empty box of cereal, just like sits there for like ever because then it's like a, it's like a battle of the wills for me. Like, I ain't touching it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's not my jump. That's like like I'm taking the garbage out, yeah. and everything that I threw in the garbage, I threw in the garbage. Yep. I don't know. I mean, well, I, you know what I do is I'm, I'm the one that sees it. Well, I'm sure everyone sees it. Our garbage is right as you're going out into the garage. So as you're going out to the car to leave for the day or whatever, uh-huh. I see it and grab it and throw it away. But I grumble every time. Yeah. I'm like, oh, these guys, nobody ever thinks about me. Everybody thinks about themselves. <laughs> And then I do it, and then I get home, and there's more. Yeah, and it, it's just never-ending. Now, I actually, in the spirit of like, oh, I don't know, just trying to be a decent husband and man, Yeah, there is one thing that I do that Heather actually called me on the other day. Oh. And I didn't realize. I mean, of course, it's a horrible thing that I do. But the funny thing is that she thought it was the kids that were doing it, that, that, that the girls <laughs> were doing so it. You're so juvenile. I know. It's so bad. So she actually was kind of like, can you believe that the girls do this? And for a few minutes, I actually thought, oh, yeah, I'm just going to let the girls <laughs> take, take the, the hit on this one. On this one. <laughs> um, one of my bad habits, and maybe this is maybe not just kids are the worst. Maybe I'm the worst. I'll get a delicious piece of fruit from the fridge. Okay. Maybe a nice crispy apple crisp apple. Okay. Love them. I mean, you bite them. They crunch. Delicious. You got to wash them, of course. So yeah. pull it out. Of the, eh, if you know, you're but, soft, but yeah. go ahead. But what you got to do, you, gotta, you, you pull that apple crisp apple, you know, that... Honey crisp apple, sorry. Honey crisp apple out of the crisper. There's that little sticker on the apple. Yeah. I always peel it off and then I actually just stick it to the counter. Why would you do that? <laughs> just to the side of the counter. I just stick it there. And leave it. And leave it. And leave it. Heather thought it was the girls. Well, I would have too. Yeah. That can't be a grown man thing to do. <laughs> and so she's like, why do the girls do that? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah, well, yeesh, they're the worst. They're the worst. And I'm like, that's actually me. <laughs> <laughs> so you did admit it? I did. Yeah, I owned up to it. Well, that's big of you. I mean, that's a yeah. step in the right direction. And I says, and while we're at it, why do you leave empty boxes of cereal under the sink? Yeah, jeez. Yeah. I don't know. But kids, I mean, I don't ever want to get off the top. I mean, kids are the worst for sure. But I do remember as a kid, oh boy, I, I don't know if I ever came clean. I'm sure my mom, of course, found out about this. But as a kid, I hated all vegetables. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I mean, who, I don't know a lot of kids that do like them. We had to at least try things. So, like, if we had broccoli for dinner, my mom would put, like, one tiny little florette. You know <laughs> Is what that mean? what those are? I think so. Oh. But, like, in my mind, it was, like, the size of a tree. Yeah, I mean, it was just huge. I swear one time, though, this it was, like, huge. And she's like, well, Jason, you're not, like, you are not leaving the dinner table until that's gone. Yeah. I had things to do. Yeah, well, sure you did. Of course I did. She turned her back. full schedule. Yeah. That you needed to get done. I had things to do, buddy. I took that. She turned her back for a split second. And we don't need to go through the floor plan of my double wide trailer. But let's just say that the kitchen table was close to, you know, the living room where we'd watch TV. Okay. Which is close to the couch. This will be another podcast episode as well. I, as you know, I don't have a great arm on me. You know, I'm not a great no. athlete. No, but we worked on it. We worked on it and it's better now. However, my mom turned her back for a split second. I took that piece of broccoli and I hucked it into the living room. And I tell you what, miraculously, that sucker hit the curtains and fell down behind the couch. 
Oh, hey, good shot on your yeah, part. Thank you so much. Never heard anything about it again. And my mom's like, well, thank you. It wasn't that hard, was it? I'm like, actually, the throw was a little hard. <laughs> <laughs> had to take a crow hop but, and everything. But may, may I be excused? And she's like, sure. And I never, we didn't have animals in the house. So I, didn't you have a dog? No, not inside the house. So I don't know. What, but what self-respecting dog would eat a piece of broccoli? They just have a lot of butter on it, I would. That's I true. mean, when I make broccoli, it's more like butter with broccoli. <laughs> yeah. Butter with a hint of, what would you call it? A, it's not it's like sprig, a, right? Oh, like a florette. Oh, yeah. A florette. Butter with a florette of broccoli <laughs> yeah, Exactly. On it. Hey, would you like any um, broccoli with your butter? <laughs> yeah, that's how I go. I do it. Uh, so, what's the worst vegetable for you? I like most vegetables now. Well, that's a tough one, buddy. I think my body would rebuke most vegetables. Really? Yeah, I'm not going to eat them. You're a grown man. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's true. But like green beans, can't get them down. Really? No. That was one of those ones for me. I, my story was sitting at the table was with green beans. I tried, Jason. I tried. And I just, you know how you get the dry heat or the heaves? Yeah. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't get those things down. Yeah. In fact, a few years ago, I'm like, well, I'm grown now. I, sure. I should be able to eat a green bean. Just soldier through. Couldn't get through it. You couldn't no, do I, it. No, I tried to swallow that and I went. I ended up having to run to the sink and launch it. I can't eat a green bean. I know. I wish that, I mean, I do love this as a podcast, but sometimes I wish we had video because like, like, come on, buddy. Like you just. No, those are gross. Just soldier through. I did eat some cooked carrots the other day. Did you? Yeah. Felt pretty good about it. Well, Sue's made some chicken soup. And she yeah. cut up some, I got to pull out. She cuts the celery up really big chunks so I can yeah. pull them out. Because I'm not going to eat that. That's gross. Heather does the same thing. She makes a great chicken noodle soup. But she, when I say she cuts up the celery, it's basically like a whole stock. Apparently, she wants it for the flavor. Yeah, like, but, but I don't want to eat it. No, yeah. I mean, I like it. No, that's sick. And then she had cut up some carrots, and I was done with the chicken and the noodle portion of it. And those carrots were just looking at me like, seriously. <laughs> so I had one or two, but I'm not going to eat a lot of them. Oh, well, I was going to say, how do you even see it at night? I don't know. I just walk around and bump into things. <laughs> oh, man. I tell you what. Um, There are a lot of things that our kids do. I'm just trying to think. Well, the older they get. We love them. They're just different problems. Maybe that's, that's another true. episode to have is just problems that children can bring in your life. But overall, I'm not going to trade them in. No, I love them. I do love them. They're good kids. They're good kids. Um, but I don't want them to get cocky, you know. Listen, no. listen to this podcast. No. My dad really thinks I'm a pretty good kid. Well, you know. Don't get cocky. Yeah, you, you're good, but you got some room. Yeah, we, we could work. <laughs> yeah. We got a lot of work to do, and I'll keep telling you what that is. <laughs> exactly. Now, um, let's wrap things up. Let's wrap things up. Just as a little teaser for, I don't even know if it'll be next time per se, the order of these, but let's not forget about that tomato. Yeah, we really should get into that. <laughs> and the whole premise of that is like eating whilst driving. It's a dangerous game. You shouldn't do it. It's distracted driving, but... But you do it. You well, do when it. you got 30 miles of dirt road... Oh, yeah. You're going to need, like you said, you're going to have... What is it called? Provisions. <laughs> provisions. We're going to have to have some provisions. Because it's like, it's like every day of my life was the Oregon Trail. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I tried to shoot deer and it came out in five little bullets. Hey, you got it. It was about five minutes ago, but I got it. Kids, you're the worst, but we love you. We really do. Thanks again, folks, for listening to another episode of the Small Towns Podcast. We're pretty sure we've changed your life for the better. If not, well, we'll try again next time. 